one to Real Life, Real Equity with your host Justin and the lovely Keisha Brooks. Say hello everyone. Hey and welcome everybody. Our goal is to share with you real life examples of entrepreneurs who are winning in both life and business. As real estate investors, our mission is to model, educate, and inspire you to act by sharing easy to implement tools, ideas, and information to add more worth to your net worth, more cash to your cash flow, helping you achieve your goals in less time. And we'll do that right after this commercial break. Are you part of the club? The Real Equity Club is a group of like-minded individuals. The club's purpose is to help create more wealth for its members. The mission of the club, to help you increase your passive income and net worth. The club is completely free to you. When you join, you will receive the tools, providers, and ideas you need to create, grow, and maintain your wealth. So join the club now at realequityclub.com to gain access. Or send us an email to info at realequityclub.com. That's info at realequityclub.com equityclub.com. We want to see you succeed in business and in life. So go to the website at realequityclub.com and join now. All right. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Our guest today is a professional bodybuilder, fitness and health coach, as well as an exercise science specialist. He studied at Old Dominion University and is now the CEO of Dirty Champion. Now, Dirty Champion is a concept of using your past to stimulate success in your future. Our guest started his business after serving 11 and a half years in the U.S. Navy and set the goal to become a dominant force and brand in the fitness industry. His website and online store is used to help train clients internationally as well as locally in the Hampton Roads area of Virginia. His company specializes in personal fitness where he helps clients achieve physical transformations, writes detailed nutrition plans, and creates focused training programs individually tailored to his clients. His clients typically see a 15 to 20 pound weight reduction after the first month of training, all while helping them gain a better quality of life. He teaches lifestyle, not diet, and is a drive and motivation to see more people live healthier, high-quality lives. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to introduce to you our guest, professional bodybuilder, extraordinaire, fitness coach, and most importantly, my friend, Aaron Harris, a.k.a. The Dirty Champion. Welcome to the show. Thank you, man. Uh, excited to be here. It's a big deal for me to have on somebody that I've known for so long. We highlight solo entrepreneurs, we highlight couple entrepreneurs, and we try to keep it where we highlight new people, but it's really fun when you have somebody you've known for as long as we've known each other, close to what, 15 years? Yeah, man, pretty much. I mean, like, we've known each other since high school, so we've known each other for so long, and to watch you grow into the entrepreneur you are today is super inspirational. So with that being said, Give us a little bit of your background. Tell us a little bit about your story. I know your story, but let's hear from you. Well, as you know, we raised in Kansas City, Missouri. Got out of high school. Didn't really know what I wanted to do, so immediately joined the military. Did that for 11 and a half years, and I was doing pretty good. But, uh, you know, it was just something inside of me just telling me, like, look, man, this is not what you want to do. Not as happy as you want to be. It's almost like I was boxed in. So. Right. Eventually, I just got out, man, and um, I pursued my passion in fitness. And mm -hmm. ever since then, man, my life has changed, man. I love it. It's very fulfilling and satisfying lifestyle, man. So what inspired you to get started in fitness particular? Because you could have picked anything. Why right. fitness? Yeah. Now, I've, I've always had a connection to fitness. Growing up, my mother, she played all these sports, and uh, she kept me in the gym, and I actually had to go to the gym to stay out of trouble. I got to a point where I was doing really bad in school, and 
just getting into all the stuff that you can get into as a teenager. And the gym really helped me to kind of just put all that aggression into the weights and into my body. When I walked in the gym, man, it was like a feeling and like no other. It was just amazing. And I still get that feeling to this day when I walk in the gym. And so I've always had a connection, but all the dots didn't connect immediately. Growing up and going to work and being in the military, in the military, man, they used to get mad at me because I was always in the gym. That was my outlet. In the steel box, for months at a time, you want to find things that, you know, that kind of take you away. And that was my safe spot. They used to constantly get mad at me because I'd be helping people lose weight, helping people get bigger. And I was always trying to get bigger. And it just kind of was like, look, man, this is what you need to do. So take it for what it is and just jump out on faith and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I know. And it's, it's really interesting because I know a lot more of your story than our listeners will. But your dad bought you your first gym membership, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I remember you said, hey, man. I got this gym membership to 24 hour fitness. Let's go. Let's go. And I was like, man, I don't want to go to the gym right now. Right. I said, but I mean, like we're teenagers and, you know, we were hanging out already. So I said, you know, whatever, I'll go. So I would credit you to, you know, being the reason I go to the gym so hard now. I've always lifted weights and did pushups. Actually going into a physical gym, that was the first time I actually went into a physical gym is when we started lifting weights together right before you went to the Navy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's pretty crazy. It's fun to be a part of that, you know, that transformation. And now, you know, where we are today, and especially when it comes to our fitness and our health, because you've done some stuff for me as far as fitness is concerned. I mean, shoot, you've helped me lose a tremendous amount of weight. I challenged you because when you helped me with it, I told you I was going vegetarian and vegan. And you were like, <laughs> oh, man, I can't write no meal plan like that. And I was like, yeah, you're going to have to because I don't eat a lot of meat no more. And so let's talk real life, right? You know, we ain't about faking. Give us some, a story for our audience to be inspired by. You know, give us something where you felt like you were going to give up or, you know, a, a transparent moment, something real that our audience can relate to. And then even that our audience can't relate to. I know where you came from. I know how you grew up. Both you and I are supposed to be a statistic coming from where we come from. So let's talk about, you know, something where our audience can truly be inspired by the movement that two young men can make into where we are today. Okay. While being in the military, you get to a point where it's either, you know, you love it or you hate it. And a lot of people hate it and they, you know, they continue and they say, you know what, I'm going to just stick it out and I'm going to knock out these 20 years and retirement, retirement. That's what everybody's thinking about. That's what everybody's goal is. You know, you stand these long watches by yourself and you got hours and hours just to think and kind of view the world through a computer screen. I'm looking at everybody through Facebook. I was actually watching you through Facebook and you, you got out, man. You got the mohawk and you was doing all types of stuff. <laughs> was back when I had hair. <laughs> It ate me up inside. So I got my hands on this book, The Book of Mastery, right? Mm. I started getting into self-improvement because I just really wanted to find a way to figure out who I am, figure out what I wanted to do because, you know, I was confused, man. You, you're in the military. You got a family. I, well, I have a wife and two children and, you know, I have to take care of them. So it's kind of scary to be like, you know what, I'm going to get out of this and I'm going to just do something different and then you lose your benefits and all that stuff. Well, I'm a first class and I'm, I've done 11 and a half years. I'm about to make chief. And then I'm looking at these chiefs and these officers and I'm like, okay, well, I could be an E7, I could be an E8. But then when you get there, what's the difference? Right. And they are no different than me. They have the same issues. Some of them even worse issues. They have the same problems. And then I just started getting into it with my superiors because mm. 
everybody thinks they're smarter and you know yeah. it got to a point where i just did not fit in but the book of mastery it kind of sets the stages in your life so let's clarify for our audience you're saying the book of mastery you're talking about the book by robert green right yes okay. robert green mastery is uh, it's an excellent book actually you put me onto that book i bought it i thought i had it i went out and bought it and started reading it because of what you told me when you visited kansas city mm. excellent book i agree i'm gonna say this man i had the same exact feeling uh, when I was out to see, you have a lot of time to think. And especially when you're on those watches, you can sit there, you start thinking about what life could really be about. And then you go into these rooms where these, you know, E7s and E8s are. And at one point, when I was, you know, working in the military, I was side hustling, trying to improve myself, make some more money and do some other stuff. And I was making more money than a chief. The light bulb kind of popped on and I was like, man, I'm going to try to sacrifice my soul to retire for 20 years to make the same amount of money I'm making as an E5. And I only had to work an extra three hours a day. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I get where you're saying, I get where you're coming from completely. So, and along with that, you not only are a person to make sure that your physical health is doing well, but mentally you had to do something while you were in the military and even now. What are some key factors that you practice now that helps you with your mental health? Because I think mental health and physical health ties together with your overall well-being. Yes, it does. You're absolutely right. As far as mental health, I, I pray. I pray for clarity. Clarity is key to be able to see past current situations and, and be able to simplify things. We look at certain scenarios and things in our lives and we overcomplicate them when if you just break it down to the basics, it makes everything a lot easier. And mm -hmm. that's what I, I constantly try to strive for is I want a clear mind to be able to focus and, you know, because when it comes to lifting weights, I can't go in there benching 400 pounds and I'm thinking about bills. Are you benching 400 pounds? <laughs> <laughs> I, I bench a little something, man. I can't. <laughs> I can only imagine. I just six. I'm like, good lord, man. But you understand what I'm saying? You, yeah. you, you cannot take that. I mean, on a grand scale, this is dangerous. So you have to have a, a muscle connection, mind muscle connection. That's right. You have connected to your body so you always want to be thinking about the best things for your body and you know clarity is key i agree That's big. i mean you're touching me man me and keisha have these conversations quite often you know clarity is if not number one at least number one or two in my book of you know being the most important things when it comes to your mental health but i want to talk a bit about you know if they look you up on instagram or facebook they'll see somebody who has a body of physique that is ridiculous mm -hmm. and it could be a little deceiving one and two it can be a little frustrating because all they see is the results they don't see the process they don't see the time put in even your videos don't fully describe how much time energy and effort you put in one and two i mean like really talk about the fact that it's not even about the weights it's mostly about the diet right man nutrition is key nutrition is everything Nutrition is 90% mm. and physical training is only 10. Wow. Your body's going to grow regardless. You can stimulate your body to change by, you know, changing your diet for like a week. You know what I'm saying? That's easy. But the thing about it is being consistent with your nutrition will change your body alone. You might not even have, it depends on your lifestyle. I have clients that, one client in particular, 
she had foot surgery. I manipulated her diet to where, you know, her macros are just what her body needs to sustain and to repair muscle tissue and build muscle. And she's lost about 15 pounds and been in the gym yet. And that's, that was only about a month. You said she lost 15 pounds and hasn't even been to the gym yet. Right. Wow. Well, we're going to have to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Okay, so, you know, we've hit on a lot of things. You seem really confident now. You have a lot of confidence, um, and I admire that to no end. But tell me, was this always the case? I mean, have you always been like this? How did you get to be this way? Man, to be honest, man, I was nervous before we started this podcast. (laughs) Super nervous. Last night, I couldn't think, man. It seemed like I got comfortable when you started asking the questions. I have a a deep knowledge of um, the things that we're speaking about. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Taking the time to actually educate yourself. You have to get to the source. You know, source is nutrition. And I didn't really have the nutritional background that I have now. But, you know, the weights is that that's, like I said, that's only 10%. So anybody can do that part. Most important part is nutrition. So Right. And you're studying that, right? Yes. Yeah. You study what you're, you know, what you're weak in, but it's only a few things that uh, you really, really need to study. And I think you're hitting it on the head as far as, um, you know, nailing down what that is. But you said something that's really key that I want to reiterate to our audience. You said that you were nervous before you got on this podcast and you still did it. Mm. Yeah. You yeah. were nervous when you got out the military, but you still did it. Even going into the military, I know we've had conversations. You were nervous when you went into the military. If I could, if I'm a, if I'm gonna go ahead and put you on blast, you were nervous before you went into the military and you still did it. Yeah, you were in the room the night before I left. Right, I know. (laughs) (laughs) And we were both nervous. I mean, it was, we did this thing together. So it's something to have a dream of doing it. And it's another thing to actually go out and do it, to actually do something in the face of fear. And I think that to continuously push yourself past your fears and your limits is something that you even mentioned earlier, you know, having the mental strength, starting with your mind first. So it all links together, health, wealth, fitness, mental health, all of it. Yeah, very true. But you know, overall, it really takes a discipline. When I look at, you know, the fact that you do competitions, you know, you affect people around the world. Let's talk about also the discipline. Yeah, you didn't even mention, we didn't even mention you're a professional bodybuilder yet. (laughs) Yeah, the discipline required to be a bodybuilder and to get up every day and go to the gym and literally beat your body up. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. It is crazy. It takes a different type of person to take it that far, but I love it, man. Can't teach that. It's just like something that has to be in you, man. I look at my coach and I'm like, man, do I really feel like taking myself through this? And I do it every time. It's something deeper to that. So give us your why. What is the reason you do this? Like everybody knows, why do you do what you do? And I don't mean I do it for money. I do it for the love of weights because to drive through and persist, it's, I mean, it's something that had to do with even your childhood even. I mean, I, I'm talking about going deep. The, the main reason I, I'm so passionate about fitness is growing up, man, we, we see a lot of people pass away. Mm. And they pass away, you know, some through diseases and a lot of diseases that we can prevent, mm. you know, hypertension, cardiovascular disease, things like that. And we didn't, we had no idea. We were like, man, my aunt, my uncle passed away because, because of this. And my, and my auntie passed away because of this. And, you know, a lot of it was due to food, man. Mm. Like 
bad eating habits, man, bad lifestyles, hypokinetic, meaning you're not active enough, you know, and that really hurt me to keep going back home and kind of over the years it built up and I'm like, I really want to do something to help people, you know what I'm saying, live a better lifestyle and gain that better quality of life. Wow. That's good. Wow. As far as the bodybuilding, man, I I was always the smallest person everywhere, in the room at all times. I just got tired of it. And I'm very competitive. I got a big heart, man. I do not like to lose. So Now you're stronger than me because I remember, I mean, I'm bigger than you as far as height-wise, but uh, I remember we was in the gym competing, boy. I, that was It was fun. That was fun. A lot of fun. <laughs> Even when you come back home, we go and we lift weights, and now I can't keep up with it. It was a yeah. day where you couldn't keep up with me. I'm going to venture to say, and... Uh, <laughs> 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 so now we get to the point where you talk about the highs and the lows. So what are some of your, you know, greatest achievements? We know that you're a bodybuilder, but also what are some of the low lows? And I mean, those really low lows, you in the corner, don't want to talk to nobody. Give us some of that. Yeah. We can start off with the highs. The highs are just the state of bliss of being on stage. And, you know, I want to overall show my first show. Wow. Mm-hmm won everything and that was the most amazing feeling i've ever felt in my life man now Um, break that down because i don't think people can understand the magnitude of of an accomplishment like that to go in and win the overall show what does that mean that pretty much means that basically a person that has never done a show i went and competed with people that have done several shows people that have been competing for years i competed against the guys that were new to the sport i beat them I competed against the guys that have been in the sport for a while. I beat them. Then I competed against the best of all of those people in the show, and I beat them. Wow. Yeah. So it just was like, wow. Like, And that kind of sparked the, man, you can really do this, and you're good at it. Like, how did that happen? So that was probably the best high. And the lows was, you know, getting out of the military, man, and hitting rock bottom. Not making money. Like, <laughs> Like, you know, it was in the back of my mind that it was going to come. I knew it would come. But when it hit, it hits. You rethink everything. It's like, man, I I think I might get back in. Like, it's that bad. I mean, you can't say how bad it's going to be. It's almost like you can't really prepare for it. Everybody handles that situation differently. Some people go back. Some people don't. I just stay consistent and and persevered, man. That's all I could do. Pray and keep moving forward because I knew it would get back. I knew this is what I was supposed to be doing. Yeah, it's a transition period. You know, Justin went through that also. And I watched him go through it and have that low, low moment of, I spent all my time in the military doing this one thing. And then I get out knowing I'm going to be doing this one thing. And it doesn't happen. You have to change your path of what you're going after. Right. Yeah. Because I remember when you first got out, you were talking about being an engineer still. Yes. Yes. And and we had a conversation and you were like, you were on the fence, like debating. And I don't know, I'm I'm guessing it's probably around the same time you were on the fence debating whether or not you wanted to go full time with, with being an engineer or, you know, and you still had some means of income, but you were like, man, do I really want to continue down that path or do I want to switch over and do full time bodybuilding? And so we had that conversation. Yeah, we did. What I was looking at the money aspect of be an engineer, you'll make a hundred plus thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Cool. And that's what I was doing it for. Now I know that the money isn't my motive. Once you change the thought process and that, it was, it was tough trying to do that. And I felt like I, did, I, I wasn't happy, you know, right. 
Then I said, you know what, I'm gonna switch back over to exercise science. And I did that and it's still just as hard, but it's more fulfilling. Like I love it. So right. And you know, they say uh if you chase some money it'll elude you, but you know, whenever you start to execute on your passion, you know, of course executing on it strategically. Uh, you can't just do something you're passionate about that has no value to the world, but you're adding value to the world. You know, we just talked about a, a scenario where you helped a woman who just broke her foot, lose 15 pounds with no gym work. I mean, like that's adding value to the world. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's interesting, you know, that you've discovered that so early. So, you know, being an entrepreneur, we can a lot of times chase money. We have that shiny penny syndrome where, you know, like you said, clarity, we have to figure out exactly where we want to go and to the exclusion of everything else. That's a hard thing to do. So with that being said, we want to ask you like, so what is one thing that you could give our audience as far as a golden nugget, something that they can take away from this to be even more relentless and consistent in their path to progress? I would say follow your heart, man. It's hard not to listen to your heart. You know what you want to do. You know where you want to be. Don't take the situation that you're in right now for what it is and say, oh, this is what it has to be. You can always change your situation to what your life purpose is. You have to find your your life's purpose, man. It's just up to you to pursue it. Right. Wow. That's really good. Yeah. All right. So before we go, you know, we're always trying to add real value, give real tools away, real life inspiration, real life examples of how to increase your productivity, increase who you are. We talked about health and fitness last week, Keisha and I. Yes. Um, and this week, you know, we bring a professional bodybuilder on. It's a reason for that. You know, we, we're thinking about this thing from, it's a New Year's, people are getting started with their resolutions. Mm-hmm. Everybody has the, I'm gonna go to the gym more this year. I'm gonna eat better more this year. But we wanna actually help you do that. So. Aaron, one, let's talk about your business and talk about one, what it is, and then talk about how you help other people. You mentioned earlier in the podcast that you helped a lady lose 15 pounds, you know, who had just broke her foot with no gym work. I did not mention how much weight I've lost, but I've lost close to 20 pounds following some of your diet. You know, you've put together a meal plan for me multiple times, revised it, what have you. So talk about that real quick so that our audience can have something real to take away from your business. Okay. My business is a dirty champion LLC. The primary motive is to help people transform their bodies. I I specialize in helping people lose weight and I do personal trainers, fitness as well as online fitness. So, Mm. so what does dirty champion mean? I mean, like it's, that's a unique name. Tell me about that. Dirty Champion is the uh, concept of using your past to stimulate success in your future. Oh, wow. So using all your failures as a mountain to get to where you want to go. Yeah, that's what it's about. Okay, wow. So you told us about some things that we didn't know earlier, uh, like your nutrition is 90% and your gym work is only 10%. You know, the actual work you put in in the gym, that's only 10% of your overall progress as you try to build muscle and lose fat. What's something unique about your business that, you know, you can help somebody implement? Like, think your secret sauce. What is something that you do special that nobody else in the industry does? And there's a lot of people out there promoting that they can help people lose weight, whether it be the big stores or, you know, smaller individuals. What's your unique thing? My unique thing is I I tailor the nutrition to the individual based off of what they like to eat, what they don't like to eat. I'm not going to force you to eat things that you don't like or can't eat. There's no just one cookie cutter diet for everybody. Manipulate each uh, meal plan to fit the individual that's that's using it. 
So talk about that, because I know you use some terms. I want to highlight the fact that you actually know what you're talking about. So, you know, talk to us like you would you would talk to me, macros, micros, uh, you know, protein intake. T- tell me a little bit about that, because I understand it, but I want you to make sure that we highlight to our audience exactly what we're talking about here. Okay, so, um, so when, when it comes to calories, calories in, calories out. Um, there's exactly. a certain amount of calories you need to take in a day to maintain to right. maintain your muscle mass and maintain your body weight and all that stuff. And there's a certain amount that you, you can't go over, you know what I'm saying? Because once you go over, you start, to, you start to store fat. And if you consistently do that on a daily basis, you will become obese or overweight, unless you are burning calories. So that's a whole other story. And burning calories, that's going to the gym, getting on a treadmill, doing a Stairmaster, lifting weights, resistance training, whatever you see fit to do. But the thing about macros is you want to take in a certain amount of micronutrients. You want to take in a certain amount of protein, carbohydrates, as well as uh, vegetables. Mm. And I break that down. I make it easy for the person to do. Okay. And that makes sense. Uh, and I've seen it. So, you know, you'll sit, <laughs> I mean, he literally, he'll take his, you know, meal plan and he'll say, this is the amount of protein you need to eat. This is the amount of vegetables you need to eat. Here's what kind of fruit you can eat. You know, if you don't like this kind of fruit, you can eat this kind of fruit. If you don't mm-hmm. like this kind of vegetable, you can eat this kind of vegetable. It's all kinds of ways to substitute. You don't restrict it. You don't make it like a, I only can eat chicken or I can only eat pork or I can yeah. only eat some bland, you know, meal that's prepackaged. It's not like that, right? Right. I send you an ebook tailored to you. Okay. So, you know, typically what are some of the costs associated with getting started with your product or service? And then what are some of the rookie mistakes that people often look for? So, you know, for example people may make a mistake of looking at uh, the price alone, especially like I use the insurance example all the time. Most people look at the price of an insurance product versus actually what they're covered by. So talk Mm -hmm. about what the common rookie mistake of someone who is getting started looking for their nutrition plan, looking for the right gym. What's the rookie mistake that they're making? Uh, The rookie mistake is looking at these fitness personalities and and saying, okay, well, since they're doing it, I'm going to do it. Mm. Yeah, they're going there. I'm gonna go there. So you uh, you said you had a giveaway, right? Right. Okay. So if anybody wants to find you, you have a very popular Instagram profile. You're one of the few people that I've ever seen Mm -hmm. that I actually know because you see them all the time that you don't know. But we're one of the few people I've seen and know who in one year built their Instagram following to over 40,000 people. Over 60 now. Wow. (laughs) So tell us what your Instagram profile is. And then, you know, how can we find you as far as, you know, your business is concerned? Okay. So my Instagram profile is Aaron.D.Harris. You go to my page, you'll see the website, Dirty Champion, within my links. It'll be www.dirtychampion.com. I also have other links as far as like nutrition and apparel and things like that. So for everybody listening today, uh, Aaron is going to give you a copy of his free ebook. Yes. Copy of the free ebook is stacked and yoked. Stacked and yoked. Okay. So everybody who's listening gets a copy of stacked and yoked. Send us an email to info at realliferoequity.com. And then in the subject line, put dirty champion. We'll send you a copy of the ebook. Again, that's info at realliferoequity.com. Put in the subject line, Dirty Champion. We'll send you a copy of the ebook. If you want to get a hold of Aaron personally to get your own meal plan 
and what's your email address so that they can uh, they can get a hold of you? Yes, yes. It's uh, info at dirtychampion.com. Info at dirtychampion.com. Hit them up. Get your nutrition plan. Learn more about his business. Support his business. Anyway, man, I appreciate you getting on here with us. It's very timely. Uh, yes. You know, especially with it being a new year. It was long overdue, but I'm glad we got to it. And we know we gave some people some real good nuggets. Thank you for listening to Real Life Real Equity Podcast. If you'd like more information on joining the Real Equity Club, visit the website at realequityclub.com. There, you will get access to the tools, providers, and ideas you need to create, grow, and maintain your wealth. Again, that's realequityclub.com. If you would like to ask the hosts a question or be exposed to our podcast audience, visit our website at realliferealequity.com and submit a request. Again, that's realliferealequity.com. Or send us an email at info at realliferealequity.com. Again, that's info at realliferealequity.com. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week right here on Real Life Real Equity Podcast.